You are listening to the 24th episode of the Saints Edified Podcast. I'm your host Arturo and I want to thank you once again for tuning in. Today I play the last part of our discussion from last time uh, with RJ. Uh, he's the founder of the Reform Society. Uh, if you guys haven't done so already, please look at the description and uh, and I've linked the, the post that we're discussing in this uh, interview. If you guys can, uh, also like his page if you haven't already. And, and like always, you know, uh, please uh, share this episode and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have a little bit more time, please uh, give us a, a good rating. Um, but yeah, so again, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I do have a couple of announcements at the very, very end. But um, in case if you guys don't make it that far, I want to just say that um, look forward to part two of, of the political edition with Ricky Roldan on, um, on Flames recent album Exynos you know we we give a reformed response to his criticism against Calvinism and also uh, now that he is a Lutheran we uh, we address some some points that that uh, that he gives in his album but also some things that uh, where we disagree clearly with Lutherans on on theologies it's going to be a video uh, recording so you can go to the YouTube page Saint Certified on YouTube and subscribe on there as well um, that I'm, I'm assuming that uh, at, at this point we're going to record this weekend, but it should be available by next week. So yeah, that'd be really good. And and one more thing too, we, we still have the Puritan prayer giveaway going on. Uh, we're down to the last week, you know, seven more days, and then it's going to be it's going to be done. Um, actually, by the time of this recording, there'll be six more days. So uh, again, you can go to the link below or the description below and and look for the link for the Puritan giveaway, the Puritan prayer giveaway. And, uh, and do whatever you can to get as many entries as you can, and hopefully you win. So, yeah, anyways, guys, I don't want to take up too much of your time now. I'm going to go ahead and play the rest of the discussion. Enjoy. Without this part. Right. So, can you just read that for me really quick and then kind of follow yeah. up? The Council of Chalcedon. So, as a result of this testimony, which is referring back to the previous page, the biblical testimony, which says that Christ is truly God and truly man, as a result of this testimony, the church struggled to properly define the relationship between Christ's two natures for centuries. Were the natures mixed? Was Christ actually two persons with two natures? Again, we touched on that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Heresies came and went, but finally at the Council of Chalcedon in 451 AD, the church cl clearly defined what it meant for Christ to be the God-man, for there to be a union of the two natures. Okay. Well, why is it important to even talk about this council? And also, too, there might be some who say that the church didn't believe in this before then. Sure. You know, so so if you can kind of just somehow, I know, it's, I know it's a loaded question, man. I'm sorry, but um, Super loaded. I, it's just really important because I, I, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times I come across Christians who dismiss these things. You know. So. Well, this is going to get into our discussion of biblicism and yeah. um and you could say not biblicism because yeah. we don't want to just say confessionalism, but even, you know, councilism yeah, or right. creedism or, you yeah. know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, there, so there'll be biblicists who say, you know, the Bible never talks about, right, natures, mm. you know, in, in this way. It doesn't talk about or um, Trinity or mixing of natures. Yeah, hypostatic union. Or, or exactly. Like so these words, again, they're not in the Bible, but they're biblical concepts. Mm -hmm. And that that's why the Council of Chalcedon is so important because it's the first time really that the church said relying on the holy spirit first and foremost we are going to lay out what the scripture teaches about our lord and savior jesus christ mm -hmm. right now the scriptures again 
teach these things. They yeah. they're scattered throughout Scripture. You can see you know shadows of it here. You can see footprints of it there. You could right. say, um, but there's no there's no one letter right where Paul writes. Right. This is who Jesus is exactly, and this is all you need to know about him. <laughs> boom boom, you know, thing bang boom. Yeah. He he doesn't do that. The, the scriptures nice. don't do that. The scriptures are not a systematic theology book. Right. The scriptures are God's plan of redemption unfolding for our benefit right we get to read them thousands of years later thousands of years later and know what god did mm -hmm. has done and is doing through and for his people right right um, but it's not a systematic theology book it, it doesn't outline everything that you could say would what can still benefit the christian right, right? so that's why chalcedon was uh, immensely important because again it's it's where you know it's laid out clearly that christ is the god man that um, he, he's not, you know, this subordinate being, that he's not this lesser being, he's not a mixed right. being, that he right. is a real person, he has a real soul. Right. Um, you know, the work, it outlines the work he's done, you know, for us uh, by God's grand design. And uh, so I found that supremely important because, again, these men, you know, came together mm -hmm. as a council to say, let's lay out the arguments. Right. Let's see why we think this, why we think that, what scripture, you know, backs this up, what scripture backs that up. And so I think that um, we'd be foolish to cast those things aside. Yeah. It's also encouraging for us today as well because we can actually say that our what we believe is orthodox. Right. You know, it goes back to the early church. You know, God would not leave his his church in the dark for so many uh, centuries. Correct. You know, and, and that's the thing too about about yeah. these councils is that is that their 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 goal was to be biblical. Right. They're not trying to add anything onto the Bible. They're trying to explain the Bible in a clear way. Uh, yeah, oftentimes, you know, the way to define something is to say what it isn't, yeah. right? And right, so a lot right, of times right. you'll hear these these councils give you a bunch of knots, you know? Yeah. This did yeah. not happen, this didn't happen. We'll address that in another slide. But that's exactly why they're so useful, right? Because right. your mind can wander, heresies can creep in, unbeknownst mm -hmm. even, right? right. There, there are heresy senses that creep into a church that you don't even know about right, right. Um, until yeah. it's too late, right? And people yeah. are believing it, and then you confront them with the truth, and they're like, oh, that's not what I believe. Yeah. You know, this is why, again, it's so important not to be a strict biblicist, yeah. right? Because you come at it with your own lens, mm -hmm. your own presuppositions, your own cultural experiences, right? And you say, oh, this must mean this. Mm -hmm. And then if someone tells you different, you won't be convinced, mm -hmm. right? Because this is what it means to you. Right. Exactly. It's so important for us to uh, retain historical Christian belief and orthodoxy. And kind of, you know, that was a bit of my goal here to yeah. bring those um, historic rulings or um, historic confessions and creeds of the church, um, which again, are not at the level of scripture, but help us understand scripture. Right. It was my intention to bring that to the forefront and to tell people, hey, what you're believing, you know, it's it's not new. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to feed you some crazy thing that we cooked up in our backyard, right? right, right. This has been on the <laughs> lunch menu, right? Since forever, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly, man. So yeah, and, and you're right on the next slide, it does break it down. Again, man, it's one of those things where um, I'm I'm looking at this as a tool, you know. Like if yeah. if I want if I want to explain the hypostatic union to someone, I want to go to this, and it's so straight to the point. You can yeah. tell that you can tell there's a lot of thought put into this. So, yeah, I, I try to add very little of my own, you know, right. commentary or yeah. opinion, anything like that. I try to just summarize um, what you know the scriptures teach, what was summarized at Chalcedon, um, and then you know again just ask probing questions mm -hmm. to to you know get your mind thinking to get you in the right mindset to. Um, to take in this doctrine. Yes, yes. So, uh, page six. Yeah. It says this in quotes, and I love the quotes on there. It says, We all with one accord teach, one and the same Son, 
our Lord Jesus Christ, and then these are the bullet points. Yeah. At once complete in the Godhead and in manhood. Yes. Truly God and truly man. Right, which we addressed. Consisting also of a reasonable soul and body. That one's very important, again, because Christ wasn't just a puppet. Right. Right. There was heresies, again, yeah. saying that he, he's just, you know, uh, like like flesh draped over, you know, um, <laughs> I, I don't know, deity, I guess. But, you know, the, the scriptures, it, again, they say that the word became flesh. What does that mean exactly? We don't know. Right. Because right. we admit no change in God. Right. Uh, which is um, later. But the, the scripture said the word became flesh, that Christ emptied himself, that he made himself of no reputation, you yeah. know, came to be um, found in the likeness of sinful flesh. Yeah. So it's very important for the church, for our faith's sake, you could say, mm -hmm. to uphold that reality that Christ had a reasonable soul and body. Reasonable meaning that he it, it, he was able to think, that he right. has a brain, that he's a person. Yeah. He's a human like you and I. Right. The next point is what I want to talk about also. Um, of one substance with the Father mm -hmm. as regards uh, his Godhead. So right. so substance, you know, a lot of people might get confused by that word. Sure. Um, so, so can you just explain substance and, and that line? Yeah, so th that just refers to his godness, okay. if you will. So his substance is God, you know, we we speak of substance and subsistences, mm -hmm. um, which would be for another um, mm -hmm. slide and, or another, you know, long post yeah. or mini booklet, as we're calling it. Um, but yeah, of one substance mean that he's not of like substance. Right, he's, okay. he's not of a similar substance to the Father. No, he's of yeah. one substance with the Father. Again, that goes back to the point I made earlier where, you know, the Father is truly God. The Son right. is truly God. The Spirit is truly God. Yeah. The Father is almighty. The Son is almighty. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit is almighty. Yet we have not three almighties. Right. We have one almighty. Right, exactly. That's why it's so important for it to be one substance, not same substance or not similar substance, right? right? It's like the, uh, I've also um, recently came across a quote that says, the father and the son don't have the same will. Mm. They have one will. Right, yeah. And I'm like, oh man, like yeah. that's, <laughs> if you just at first blush, yeah. you kind of just like, what, Adam, why yeah. is that an important distinction to make? Right. But then you realize, whoa, 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 okay, no, that is important yeah. because you and I can have the same will. Yeah, right. But we're two different persons. We're yeah. two different subsistences yeah. of the same substance right yeah, yeah. and yet no with the god with father and the son and the spirit it's one will right one right. existence or one being that is god yeah right? and, and in three persons and just so the listeners can understand you know the difficulty in picking your words you know and yeah. uh, thankfully the the hard work has been done for us already absolutely <laughs> no we, we stand yeah. on the shoulders of giants exactly absolutely yeah. And uh, but still, it's still important to, for today to understand what, uh, how we use these words. Right. So the next bullet point says, "Of one substance with us." This is amazing, man. I mean, these two lines yeah. blow my mind. Right. Uh, of one substance with us as regards his manhood. Yeah. So the same thing. So you just talked about how he's God, and now you're going back again to how right. he was also man, truly man. Yeah. You know, and man of sorrows, right? Yeah. Acquainted with 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 grief. Yep. Um, and that's how he could do that. Yeah. Right, because you know, God is, He is, right? Mm -hmm. you, Moses asks, "Well, who do I say sent me?" Well, I am sent you. What does What does that mean? Yeah. Right. So He's God, but then He's of one substance with us, right? Yeah. You know, you read Hebrews and it says He is not ashamed to call them brothers. Oh, brother, that mm -hmm. that just makes my heart palpitate, right? It just mm -hmm. makes me want to break down in tears. That He is not ashamed to look at me and say, 
that's my brother. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. that, 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 this is why this doctrine is so important. Right. You know, because we could have this distant detached deity, right? I call it the triple D distant detached <laughs> deity where he just set the universe in motion and then walked right. away. And I was like, okay, these are playthings. I don't care. Yeah. He would be well within his right to do that because he's God. He doesn't need us. He doesn't right. need us. He's, he's in uh, a community of persons already within himself right. where there is love, right? Yeah. And cause God is love. And um, the Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father and the Spirit, and so on and so forth. Yeah. But yet He took on flesh to represent us. That's just yeah. astounding. You ask, you know, why did Jesus come in the flesh, number one, to die? Because God can't die. So He had mm -hmm. to come in the flesh to be able to die as a man. And then why? To take our nature back into heaven, ascend as a man forever. That, right. I don't know, I don't know how you know, we reconcile that reality with the fact that God doesn't change because he doesn't. Yeah, right, right, right. But yet Jesus Christ is in heaven right now yeah. with a body sitting on the throne of God. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it to you, but that's why this sentence, this phrase is so important. He is a man. He right. is of one substance with us. When we right. get there, we're not going to see just this glowing, right, mm -hmm. um, glory. Right. Well, we probably will see an amazing display of his glory right, anyway, right. right? I'm sure we will. But that's not all we're going to see. Yeah. We're literally going to see, right, the son of God, the son of right. man sitting on his throne right. with his angels around him. And we're going to get to sing to him and worship him. And it's going to be insane. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, man, yeah no. I, and this is why it's, just, it's not just head knowledge. And like we said earlier, you know, it's, it's not just head knowledge. It's not something you just kind of read. Oh, okay. I just, yeah, I just posted that's it two nice. days ago, right? <laughs> Steve Lawson, um, the higher our theology, yeah. the higher our doxology. Right. And for yes. those who don't know, doxology means the praise of God, right? Yeah. Dox means to speak out. Yeah. And so, and that's absolutely true, man. Exactly, I, man. The more that I've come to understand, you know, Reformed theology, just biblical doctrines, um, God's self-disclosure and condescending to come down to our level and show himself, if you will, uh, to us, it just fills my heart with praise and wonder mm -hmm. that God would even, who is man that you're mindful of him right yeah exactly. the man that you care for him. which i'm glad you brought that up man because as you're talking i'm thinking about uh also thinking about an argument that that dr uh, eddie tabish used against randy in his debate mm -hmm. there's a name for it but it's basically the whole idea that that we're so insignificant compared mm -hmm. to everything else in the universe we're, we're we're less than a speck of dust i just wanted to add randy to say amen right Christ yeah, still yeah came. you're preaching the gospel <laughs> brother. Know, yeah. you you are you, you are this far away right. from, from understanding the gospel uh, yeah. yeah no absolutely so, you know it's like job right you know, yeah, Jesus says, exactly. you know, we're dust man returns back to dust and you know what is he exactly it's, it's that's why to me the the creation picture is so um now that we're on this topic it's so stirring and moving you know you have god said you know let there be birds in the air and, and there were birds the, the scriptures right. tell us let there be you know animals that creep on the ground right or you know yeah. uh, animals good for food let there be all this see, let there be light light became all these things see you know obviously that wasn't said in order but mm. <laughs> he said let there be and there was yeah exactly but yeah when it comes to man it says then out of the dust of the ground god formed man right right, right? he didn't just say let there be adam yeah, right in some again mind-blowing yeah. way yeah. the scriptures it's almost as if god wasn't ashamed to get dirt under his fingernails, right, yeah. right you could say yeah. in, in speaking in an anthropomorphic way yeah. he it's like if he got on hands and knees you know and, and made man out of right. the dust he made him with his own hands right yeah. there's something special about yeah, you know is, right? about man that we can't comprehend truly because again god does not need us he yeah. he 
he just made us out of the overflow of his love right. and because he has purpose from all eternity to give his son a kingdom of mm-hmm. priests redeemed by his blood right. right it's it's an amazing thing to be a part of um you know and i thank god every day that he has called us into the salvation you know offered in his son right. yeah amen man so okay we're, we're about halfway through this so uh, Sorry, uh, I I, a lot. no no it's, it's good man it's good <laughs> this is, this is uh, i want people to understand that studying this doctrine this theology it's not just that knowledge, man, and, and that, that's it's, my that's it's my insanely point, practical. You know? yeah. It is, and it's, it's also just for the Christian. It's so moving, you know. And yeah. I, I'm sure if you've had it too, where you're reading a book on theology, you got to pause for a moment, yeah. you know. And if you're at work, you got to stop yourself from crying, you yeah, know. Like, you're just like whoa. And, <laughs> and um, so yeah, it's truth is is it's, it's going to impact your life, you know. So the next line says this: "Begotten of the Father before the ages." Then again, begotten for us, uh, for us men, and for our salvation. Of Mary the Virgin, yep. recognized in two natures, and this is the part that I love, without confusion, yep. change, division, or separation. Yeah. That's really important there. That last part is truly important because, um, again, I believe this was the council that addressed that, right? There's yep. no mix. There's yeah, no... Yes, Chalcedon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, That's why it's such a pivotal council. It's yeah. such an important council. Again, go back and just read the whole thing. You know, it's it's not that long, The like the, the statement that came out of it, right? The creed and all that. Um yeah, begotten of the Father before the ages. Again, that's why we can affirm He is the eternal Son of God, right? He didn't come yeah. into being. There was no time when the Father didn't have the Son by His side. Now, now can you explain really quick? Because I, I just thought about it now. Uh, the word begotten. Yeah. That, that that's troubling for some people. Uh, they, sure. They think it means something, probably doesn't. So. Yeah. So so it doesn't mean that the Father found a heavenly mother and you know they uh, had intercourse and He was begotten. Yeah. He's their offspring. No. Right. Um, rather that the Father, you could say, um, is. And I believe in historic Orthodox Trinitarianism, and you can edit this out if I'm wrong. I believe in Orthodox historic Trinitarianism. You could say that the Father is the source or the fountain of deity, and the Spirit eternally, or excuse me, the Son is eternally begotten, Mm -hmm. meaning He eternally proceeds from, right, the Father. And then the Spirit, here in the Western Church, we affirm that He, the Spirit, proceeds from both the Father and the Son. Yeah, I know that. And and that's that's kind of the order of the Trinity. We... We would never say that there's a hierarchy. Don't misunderstand right. me. Um, there is no primacy as far as the Trinity goes in, in their interrelational aspects. But the Son is eternally begotten. He's, he's eternally existing with God. What, what you're saying is, um, and, and again, the way you explain it, I'm, I can tell you're being very careful, so I appreciate very, that. Yeah, I'm trying to be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Westminster, I have it right here because someone posted it at the roundtable, which is like an online group that uh, we host. Um, Mike Touchstone, he actually said... Uh, Westminster, he actually posted this, Westminster Confession, chapter 2, verse, section 3. The Son is eternally begotten of the Father, right. and the Holy Spirit eternally proceeds from the Father and the Son. Yep. And he says, what does this mean? So so it, it's, it's perfect. I'm going to tell him that we answered this question. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, man, it's, it's, it's important to know these uh, things. Um, because, again, someone could say that Christ was created. Right. Uh, because of the way have you explained it. There's Mormonism. There's mm-hmm. all these other um, cults. Arianism. Yeah, yeah. That, that teach these things. So it's really important, man. Um, and then, and, yeah, recognize the two natures without, you know, confusion. Yeah. Um, well, and then begotten for us men and for our salvation and Mary the Virgin. Again, we affirm, and I just went in, into this in my uh, live that I did with Reform for Christ 777. Um, he was born of Mary the Virgin. We affirm that. Mary is Theotokos, right? She is the God-bearer. She, you could say she is the mother of, of God. You could say... Right. Um, she's the mother of God according to the humanity, whichever yeah. way you want to put it. 
you know, we're not saying that you transpose Mary back to their, a time when there was no time and she's the mother of God right. eternally. No, no, no. She's the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is God himself, right? Yeah. So again, that's why you have to be able to affirm that. Recognize in two natures without confusion, change, division, or separation. So, I felt that those are so important, yeah, that I gave is. them their own slide. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, but if you yeah. want to comment no, on no, that. No, 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 no. I was going to say that with that, that right there, on the next slide, you actually explain each point. Yeah. So... Uh, to be honest, man, I, how you simplify this was actually pretty helpful. So, so go ahead. So. Yeah. So then the next po or the next slide on the long post, uh, number seven. What didn't happen? So again, there is no confusion. The Lord Jesus Christ is not what you get when you mix blue and yellow paint to get green. <laughs> he's not a third thing, right? Because they were trying to say, was well, is he a demi demigod? Is he a somewhat god? No, he's God man, right? So um, he's not the result of mixing a divine and human nature. There was no change in God. In assuming human flesh, the Logos did not cease to be what he had always been. The incarnation affected no substantial, so there's that word again, substance, yeah. no substantial change in the divine son. This again go, goes back to classical theism. We affirm that there is no change in God, that right. God cannot undergo change. He neither waxes nor wanes, he neither grows yeah. nor weakens, He's nor is stronger. So. He's immutable, right? He cannot change. Uh, even in Chalcedon, they're already talking about that. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, these aren't new developments, you know, this isn't new doctrine. Th these are historic Christian beliefs that are important to, to uphold. Mm -hmm. um, there was no division. The two natures of Christ do not represent a split in the divine person. Jesus Christ is not half God and half man. Again, we addressed that earlier. Yeah. And there is no separation. Not the union has happened, the hypostatic right. union. The union of the human and divine in the person of Jesus Christ is a real organic union not simply a moral sympathy or relational partnership. So again, there is no way in which Jesus Christ is functioning as saying, well, you know, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll do this for a while, or you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be human for, for a season or for a time, right? right? Which again, would kind of be modalism, yeah, right? Yeah, Where right. God turns into man and then goes back to yeah, being, you know, right. um, not man. No, it's it's an organic union. Right. It's, it's now an eternal union, right? right? Of, it's I've heard people refer to it as it's addition, it's subtraction by addition, right? Yeah, right, right. That God, you know, in some way limits himself to be in a human body mm. by taking on human flesh. Yeah. Right? So again, mind blowing. It's, it's it's insane, but it's beautiful and so, necessary for us to. So so detail. right now we can say that in heaven Christ is a or right. is, is a human. He's a human. He has he, he yeah. has a human body. It's, it's, uh, it's insane. Some people are confused about that. You know, sure. I, I I know a lot of Christians who who may not dig this deep into it right. i'm still wondering like well like are we gonna did he like let go of his human side is he, like, oh, yeah. like am, I, am, I, am i gonna be able to put my hand through him you know and yeah and uh no he the, the obvious answer is no right. um because he told mary don't hold on to me right right when he was already resurrected he was yeah. about to ascend yeah so unless you're <laughs> implying that there was some sort of change as he was ascending it's yeah. no because why would he tell mary don't hold on to me if she couldn't hold on to him exactly right yeah. so yes christ was resurrected with his transformed or glorified right. body, but it's still a human body, yeah. you know? Um, I've heard it said before, you know, I'm not sure, you know, the exact accuracy of the statement, but, you know, the only scars we'll see in heaven are Christ, you know, scars mm. from, from the cross, right? Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. You know, it would be a stark reminder of what we right, yeah. went through to, to, you know, purchase our salvation, right? Uh, probably a very fit reminder. But what I do know is that, again, he is in heaven, reasonable soul and body right. in a glorified state yes and and you yes. know 
as we are known and as we are, we shall see him as he is. And exactly. It's, it's amazing. It is, man. So it, it, that's very helpful. Th- those those four points on that page, on page seven, it definitely helps us break it down. The next page is, in, is pretty interesting. Why does this union matter? There are very real and practical implications to this biblical doctrine. Saving faith, by definition, has Jesus Christ as its object. Again, I want to read that last part again. That was really good. Absolutely. Saving faith, by definition, has Jesus Christ as its object. And who is Jesus? He is the God-man, Emmanuel, God in the flesh. It is this doctrine, along with the doctrine of the Trinity, that sets Christianity apart from all of the world's religions. And right here you have Mark 8:29 says, uh, But who do you say that I am? And uh, so why does it matter? It's Christ. Obviously, it matters to him. Absolutely. It, it, it matters to God how we think of him and how we explain him. Absolutely. Can you just re- remind me of your slogan one more time uh, for the Reformed Society? The Reformed Society is uh, ancient faith for the modern Christian. Okay. And part of the ancient faith are these councils and creeds, mm-hmm. confessions, the, these statements that, that we have from, from, from the early Christians. And uh, it's important. You know, it's so important for us to go back and, mm-hmm. and make sure we got, it, we got it right. Make sure that our brothers from back in the day... Um, that, that we actually align with them because they were trying their best to align with Scripture. Right. And, um, and we can go as early back. Uh, I mean, even when it comes to the Trinity, there's, there's misconceptions, which I think you might, you might cover later on. I will, yeah. Um, and uh, about, about certain councils and all that. End up. <clears throat> but just the fact that Christians were, using these, uh, were, were writing about these concepts in a way that wasn't so defensive, even before, even before these, uh, these councils, it kind of gives you an idea of what Christians already believed right. during that time, you know, and... So, so yeah, man, do you have any comments about, about this uh, slide right here, slide number eight? No, just again, yeah, this is what sets true Christianity apart, right? Yeah. Um, like you mentioned right. earlier, Mormonism, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses, they'll, they'll deny the Trinity. Um, they, they will deny, you know, God, Jesus Christ or the Son's eternal uh, existence as a son, right? right? And so um, it's very important that, that this doctrine, again, be, you know, front and center, for right. Christians, um, you know, again, I've always said, of course, the Trinity is, you know, our, our God is Trinity, right? Our right. God is triune. Um, he's not Trinitarian. We're Trinitarian. <laughs> he is triune. He, he he is the Trinity, right? Right. Um, yeah. But it, that doctrine, along with the hypostatic union to me, are I put them, you know, one and two. And it depends on which day, which is number one. Yeah. Which is number two. <laughs> right, I just yeah. think that um, oftentimes, you know, People see the Trinity as a you know end all be all doctrine, and rightfully so, right? You're mm. you're again we're wandering into the depths of who God is. Right. Um, but the hypostatic union to me is what you know right. sets sets us apart even more from the world's religions. Because not only is God triune, right? right, Father, Son, and Spirit, but the Son came yeah. to be a human, right? That's yeah. just. Just, you know, no other religion is talking to you about that. That's what true Christianity says: that the eternal Son right. of God was robed in flesh, became flesh, right, to die for our salvation. And there's going to be again people for that will want to quote like the Da Vinci Code or these <laughs> weird movies, um, and say, oh well, there's there are plenty of examples, and there are, there are. If you actually examine them, and there are plenty of websites, go to carm.org, and yep. there's there's carm. there's yeah. so many websites <laughs> out there, man, that um, that really debunk that. Um, there's no other religion in the world that says this. Right. Um, and and th- that does bring us comfort and um, an assurance. Can I go to the next page? Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. You were on the subject right there. Yeah. So can this, this comfort, comfort me in any way? So yeah. you can go ahead and read that one. man. Yeah. So can this comfort me in any way? My answer is absolutely. The glorious person of Jesus, the eternally begotten son who was always in the father's bosom, became a man so that God could reconcile fallen sinners to himself 
by his death. God, and I put this in bold, did not spare his own son in order to bring us back into fellowship with himself. Our comfort is that God is for us. And I bolded and underlined that Mm -hmm. so that you really get it. God is for us and that the God-man ever lives to intercede for his people. Who then can possibly be against us? What shall separate us from the love of God? Amen, man. And that's, Amen. that's the gospel message right there. And we, we, we talked about it already. You know, God, uh, Christ was the only one to walk this earth uh, without sin his entire yeah. life. Yet he he took our sin. You know, the, right. the, the sin of the, the, he, he paid the penalty. Paid the penalty for yeah. our sin. You know, the, the righteous for the unrighteous. The yeah. sinless one for exactly. the sinful ones. He was without sin, and that's what we talked about earlier. And I mean, man, uh, we can really just think about that for a while. And and really be moved by that, you know. I, yeah. Like I said earlier, uh, not earlier. I, I meant earlier, a few years ago, uh, during a, during a study. Earlier can refer to anything from five minutes ago yeah, to, to my birth. Yeah. Just, just the FYI yeah. for people listening. There's a uh, there's a I gave a lesson and I, I was talking about how whenever we you know uh, sick a pet or something right a pet dies mm-hmm. we're sad about it we kind of cry when a um, when a mother dies you know we definitely cry about that and. And then when a celebrity dies, you know, we have people, we have impersonators. I remember yeah. when Michael Jackson died, there's all these impersonators around, you know, every corner. It's crazy. I even bought a CD for Michael Jackson, which I never do, and I, I did that day for some reason. And then, uh, <laughs> and uh, but then uh, when we think about Christ and him dying, oh, Christ died. Okay. Right. Let's yeah. debate. Let's we debate and argue about uh, so about the atonement. Yeah. 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 And, and then we could debate this thing so right. haughty and so PSA. prideful. PSA. Yeah. Christ is victory. Yeah. So it's just it's one of those things, man, where like you know we we need to really get back to just. Thinking about the fact that the God Man died, you know, for for us, for the for the church, um, and what, what greater love do we have as, as an example, you know, right. than, than that? And um, so, yeah, man, I, 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 I mean, R.C. Sproul, I believe, said it because it's a song that we sing, and Amazing Grace, right? mm. how sweet, you know, how, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved the rest like me. But he says we need to do more than just sing Amazing Grace. We need to be repeatedly amazed by grace. Mm, yeah, and that's I right. think what you're getting at. That yes, especially the longer that you've been a Christian, I think you are tempted to fall into this trap that okay, I know that, I know that, yeah. right? I know that Jesus died for me and for my sins. Do you though? Like, do yeah, do you right. think about that every? You know, it, I'm sure I'm evoking the spirit of John Owen here, <laughs> um, but it's like every time you sin. Right? Do you think my sin nailed my master to the tree? Right? That I think if we think that way, if we if we try to be make these things more practical, as I outlined in the post, you know, God is for us. So why am I against Him? Right? right. That's one of the questions we should ask ourselves. You know, when we sin, are, are we really contrite? Is our heart really hating that mm. sin that we're committing? Right? I'm not saying that any of us are perfect. You know me. Right. I know you. Yeah. Yeah. Arturo's not perfect. Right? Yeah, I'm going to edit that out. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't edit that out. I'm not perfect, right? None of us are perfect. But when we sin, do we consider that God, man, died for me because I do right. sin? Right. Because I could never, you know, come before God and do what is perfectly pleasing to him because of Adam's fall, right? right. Because of Adam's sin, we all fell. In the Adam's sin, fall we all, right? Mm-hmm. Yet Christ assumes our nature. Yeah. Yeah. takes our debt that is right rightfully ours mm-hmm. nobody taught you how to steal right nobody taught you how to lie right you just did that yeah because you're a human yeah because you're you're born a fallen, a human. fallen human 
But he took upon himself, on our shoulders, right, the penalty of our sins, drank the bitter cup of wrath that the Father had apportioned out for the sins of the elect, of the, all those who would believe in Christ. All We preach a free gospel. All who believe in Christ right. have had their sins atoned for at the cross. And so he did that. But how did he do that? By becoming man. Yes. God yes. became man. God came in the likeness of sinful flesh. He did not right. come as sinful flesh. That's, again, so important, too. Yes. And I will probably cover that in a future topic. But that he came in the likeness of sinful flesh. Why? So that he could die right. again and make payment for our sins, yeah. right? And appease the wrath of God um, and have it satisfied, fully right. satisfied. There is not one ounce of the of the wrath of God that remains for you or I or anyone that puts their trust and their faith in Christ because Christ has paid it all. Yeah. no, it's an amazing mean, doctrine. And, and not only that, man, but I mean, the God man, <clears throat> yeah, he died. Uh, but then he also, which gives us hope, he resurrected. He was raised you know? for our he, he was, he, yeah, Exactly, man. And, and that's, that's, where, that's where we have our hope in, you know, yeah. and, and the full work of Christ. And, uh, and that's the gospel message that Paul clearly lays out in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 15. Um, yeah. The fact that this God-man, he, he, yeah, he did die, but he didn't stay dead. Right. He resurrected. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, no, you made up a good point because if he had just stayed dead, yeah. everything he said, everything he did right. it was phony. It was yeah. for nothing, right? Exactly. But yeah, we have eyewitness accounts of, no, this man did not stay dead. The God-man mm -hmm. was raised to life again, right? Yes. And again, yeah. yeah, Paul makes the argument. If there is no resurrection, we are mm -hmm. the most to be pitied. Exactly. Of all people, yeah, and he could say that more than we. I'll yeah. tell you that because he gave up everything, right? Yeah. Especially the early Christians. You read of them selling everything, exactly. You know, giving everything to the church, the body, and mm -hmm. so he's saying, you know, we've done all these things. If there is right. no resurrection, we're a bunch of suckers, yeah, right. right this right. has all been in vain. Yeah. You should laugh at us. You should deride us. You, yeah. you should. Um, but there is a resurrection, exactly. And how do we know that? Because Christ has risen. And as ha as he has risen, so will also we be raised right. at his uh, triumphant return. And it, yeah. It's beautiful. It is, man. It is. And so uh, we get to the very last page and it says, now you know what the hypostatic union yeah. is. And, and we do. And once again, guys, I, I really do recommend uh, you guys check this out. I'll provide the link in the description. I shared it on the Saints Edify page and at the roundtable. Uh, I, I, Thanks I, for doing that, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, the Roundtable, once again, guys, is a place where we could talk about these things and also a place where we could uh, reach out to non-believers. Uh, you'll find more of, of uh, the Reform Society on there and, and their postings. Yeah, so once again, RJ, man, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know how bad I've been wanting to do this for a while now. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. We, we've and, been trying to do this for a, a good minute here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe down the road when I get a video uh, streaming or something, I'll have, I'll have you on there as well. And there's so much we want to share with people, with, with other believers and Christians, our brothers and sisters who are... I, I just think about you, man. I think about how your position that you're in. Your, your dad was a pastor of a church that you were helping out, and yeah. uh, that now you you see as heretical. And there are other Christian brothers and sisters who are going through the same exact thing as you went through. And we want to be there to be like, all right, you know, I'm right by your side here, you know. Yeah. And we do this again through theology, but also through uh, devotion and encouragement. Right. So, yeah, is there any last words you want to say? Any um, recommendations or? Uh, no, you know, on, on the hypostatic unit, it was a lot of just uh, manually, you know, searching and, and reading up on um, articles and and um, again the the Chalcedonian Creed itself, things like that. So. I, I don't have a singular resource that I could point him to, Arturo, but I would say, you know, again, keep an eye on the page. We've got some uh, more in the foundation series coming real soon here. Um, right, yeah. We're going to be sharing uh, a new post on that. I'm going to be doing a giveaway as well pretty soon. It's going to be exciting for, I think, a lot of people. 
Um, and then I, I, I'm going to try to be more involved with the Instagram live and things like yeah. that because yeah, you know, sure, I've noticed that uh, people like to you know be able to ask questions, have them yeah. answered. So if you have questions, you can DM me. Um, you can. Well, you can what's your uh, your? Um, so social? yeah, my my tag on all all social media. Is, so the Facebook is the Reform Society. Instagram's at the Reform Society. Um, the only one that's different is on Twitter. We are at Ref underscore Society because they also wouldn't fit. And we're also on YouTube with the Reform Society, which basically on YouTube, we, I've only uploaded like a few sermon clips and things like that okay. um, of, you know, uh, bigger preachers, not, nothing from myself or, or yeah. our local church. Um, but I do hope to grow that channel as well and be able to provide edifying content um, in, a, in a, you know, platform that's easy to access. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And then again, that website, coming, yes. you know, Q1 2020, I hope mm-hmm. to see you all on there. Uh, I'll, you know, I'm going to start doing a blog where I post like things that I review, for example, I'm getting a lot of, you know, books, Bibles, stuff like that, that I can review. Um, nice. and then, uh, hope to be able to link back to, you know, some, yeah. some of your stuff here, right. uh, with saints edified and, uh, be able to cross link one another so that we can continue to edify the saints, you know, in, in all that we do. Nice, man. Nice. And by the way, bro, if, uh, if for some reason you want to, um, put my name in that little raffle of yours and somehow I win. Oh, yeah. Just go for it, man. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'll, I, I, won't, I won't accuse you of anything. So, <laughs> No, uh, the inside joke is that RJ always wins these contests somehow. I won two. <laughs> two more than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bro, thank you so much, man. Uh, this is the lot that... <laughs> This is the portion that the Lord has allotted. Right? Yeah. So to complain against right. it is to complain against him. All right, man. Well, well, thank you once again, bro. Appreciate it. No, AR2, I thank you for the time, man. I appreciate being on here. We got to do it again real soon. Definitely, man. All right. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I, um, I had a great time recording that interview with, with RJ. And uh, and again, uh, speaking of giveaways, we, you know, we still have our... Puritan uh, prayer giveaway still it's still live we have about six more days at the time of this upload there's going to be six more days to to sign up for it I have the link in the description below please go and and do whatever you can to submit as many entries as you can uh, and that will that will increase your chances to to win um, one announcement that I want to give just just now is um, you know on Facebook we have a Facebook group called the roundtable and uh, the roundtable Christian discussion and debate and um and in that group i'm allowing people to ask me questions and i'm going to answer those questions in a in a podcast episode and i want to do that about once a month so um again if you guys want to talk to rj uh directly you guys can do so on that he's pretty active in that group as well uh whenever he has time and and if the topic is interesting he jumps on um and uh yeah and you guys can go back and forth with him as well and there's also um a few other guys on there uh on my polemical edition uh episode recently i had ricky Roldan on there and he's on there as well he's pretty active um eli ayla uh he's the guy I interviewed uh, a couple months ago on molinism uh, he's on there as well um again it's, it's a facebook group where i really try to enforce um the roles there and, and all i mean by that is no trolling and you know and 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 also we we want to protect orthodoxy so although we allow non-believers and and people from different denominations to participate we make sure that we don't let them to use that group as a platform to promote heresy. Uh, so anyways, um, I'm going to go ahead and send this now. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, Polemical Edition Part 2 with Ricky Rodan should be uploaded soon. And um, and also, too, I spoke with uh, Jamal 
uh, Bandy recently. Uh, he's the, the host and founder of Prescribed Truth podcast. You can look him up as well. And he told me that he definitely wants to do another part of the oneness error. So um, that's something to look forward to. Anyways, please subscribe. Um, give us a good rating on, on, on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using. Also too, if you want to support us, you can go to www.patreon.com slash All right, guys. Well, that's all I got for you. Until next time, Sola Dea Gloria.